Hello, welcome along to this week's Baffled. It is the podcast that aims to find the most ridiculous facts that are out there and decide once and for all if they're nonsense or not. Thanks so much for finding us. My name's Dan. This week I've got facts for you all about Batman's connection to Britain, about what happens when directors like properly give up and how you can claim travel for going to the moon. That's on my end. Connor is also here. Connor, what have you bought for us? Saturday gents. So this week, Match.com isn't all that good. Anagram nonsense, which is kind of cool. And Sean Connery, he's a geezer, mate. Match.com, why are we always talking about your love life? Uh, Mark's also here. Speaking about poor love lives, Mark's almost here. Uh, Mark's <laughs> also here. What have you got for us, well, Mark? That, that, isn't, that is an unnecessary way to start this podcast. Oh. Absolutely outrageous. But I have three brilliant facts for you. Uh, if you're moving your mattress, you might be best to do it now. Are we human or are we dancer, as the killers asked? Maybe it's a third alternative. But I'm going to kick off with a fact about distraction from sin. I love the killers, but that is one of my least favourite lyrics of all time. Uh, right, a lot of bases to cover there. Let's get cracking. It's a brand new Baffled for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Gents, can I just come straight in here on the route, uh, on the pod? I'm coming straight in. I feel like Mark just needs to open this week with that with that sin one at the end there. I felt like the confidence was there to take it away. Do you not want any? You don't want any preamble. You just want to get cracking. No, yeah, I just, no. I just feel like you know he's got me excited already. Like he's done. He's he's, he's learning, Mark, as to how to how to sell these facts, and it just it, it made my mouth water that last one. I'll be honest, I'm still seething a little bit from Dan's introduction, talking of bad love lives. Well, thank you very much, Daniel Simpson. It was absolutely, absolutely unwarranted. I wouldn't think too much about that. It's just in that intro part, it's whatever comes into my head. It's like I, if I can get a cheap jab off, I will really. Yeah, maybe that's where just we get need him to off, get him off this. quick. Yeah, like what, what is this all about? You know, Dan gets to be like a lead host, basically, but yeah. really what he is doing is digging us all out. Can we not, yeah. alter- can we not alternate his mark so we can have a little dig at Dan Weekly? No. Maybe, maybe this is where, you know, the bad vibes start from. Dan seeds them early on in the podcast. He sets the tone. The tone is set in that immediate, in that immediate introduction that it we does. suddenly go, well, war, war is on here. Let's, war is on. Let's, let's fight my own battle. You know, you get a jab, you're going to jab back. So oh, no. maybe in. if we were nicer, you Make, know, who makes, knows? Makes it a negative, you know, a negative space within maybe 30 seconds. You know, instantly going to mark about his love life, which is it's just unnecessary. Right. Well, I, I may have done that, but you've banged on about it for about three minutes now. You've you've exacerbated the negativity here. 
Yeah, Mark, I do just want that last fact that you just sort of watered my mouth All with. Right, it was kind of it was kind of like the final bit of a spice on a curry, and you know? I was like, oh, oh I you, need it. You have built this up now. I yeah, really okay. hope this stands up to your expectations. In a bid to, to claim back some of this show's much fabled positivity, uh, Mark, take give it, you can take it away with your first fact, which is actually going to be your third fact. Roller coasters were invented to distract Americans from sin. <laughs> so okay. good excellent what a way to open so in the 1880s I know it's back in the day Connor but oh. I've got your attention so you know what just go with me on this in the 1880s there was a businessman called Lamarcus Thompson and he he hated the fact that Americans were tempted by places like saloons and brothels full of sin so he was like I'm going to straighten out one of the most immoral places I can think of Coney Island in New York. That is where he built America's first roller coaster so he could give what he called some good, clean fun for New Yorkers away from seedier pastimes. And that is how roller coasters were invented to encourage Americans to avoid the saloons, to avoid the brothels and take part in some good, clean fun instead. I love the fact that it's now a place for children. Well, exactly. And it used to be, it used to be this horrible place uh, where it was. It was full of sin, as he thought. Um, and yeah, just went, what is, what is not sinful? Well, let's create a contraption that might kill them instead. Because well, to be honest, if they're dead, they're still not sinning. I have you ever so created the roller coaster? Are you aware that the many, not many, that's, that's, that, that's pretty grand, but there are some things that are kind of around us day to day that have been made for a very similar reason. Like, Cornflakes. Cornflakes were invented to, in the hope that it would stop people, you know, playing with themselves. What? No. Yeah. I'm, yeah. How? Yeah. Cornflakes don't ne- stop me. Never have I. Never have I gone. Hmm, I could play with myself, but then again, I could have a bowl of cornflakes. I don't oh, think it's, it's a tough that. decision. I don't think it's either or. I don't, or if it wasn't either or, um, oh. Cocoa Pop? If you were going to stop any, if you're going to stop doing that for anything, it would be a Cocoa Pop, isn't it? Or a Nesquik? We're not again. I've given too much away about my my strange fantasies on this podcast before. I don't think it's an either or situation with the cornflake. I think the guy that invented them, John Harvey Kellogg, who I think was like an Adventist um, inventor slash preacher from America. He did quite a lot of this stuff. He was like a serial inventor, and being an Adventist, he, he was pretty on religion as well and he invented cornflakes just because I think he thought they would help people's brain and then they wouldn't lead to do that see this is the thing Dan sometimes Mark presents a fact that really interests me and then you take me down an avenue and I become bored (laughs) how is that look the, the, uh, yeah, I, I rambled during that, to be fair. But the cornflake fact is better than the roller coaster fact. Yeah, but I liked it with just cornflakes were there to stop you playing with yourself. Full stop. That, that's enough for me. Yeah. But then, but then, no. But, but, but then, because this is a journey of discovery, Mark asked how that is the case. I did ask him. And I've said how that's the case. Um, Mark, also as well, I want, I want to discuss with you something like yes. this fact. Great fact. Um, I enjoy it. You know, it's a nice thing to know where the roller coasters come from. But I have to give this to you. I feel like over the last 12 episodes, the way you present your facts and the passion, the, honestly, the passion in each fact is exactly what we need, Mark. It, honestly, I hear, I, I I mean, hear you when you say it. I feel Ed, it. I only bring facts to this podcast that I truly believe in. I am the passion you feel is it's from deep inside, Connor. Like the there fact a, you finished with last week, yeah? 
there is a real feeling. There is a feel, real feeling of love for all my, all my facts. Yeah. Even Picasso and Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. I just don't get the logic. But the, the you know, roller coaster thing. Connie, you don't strike me as a roller coaster person. Do you know what? Funny you say that. Used to hate them. It's one of the only things that in my life that I hated as a kid and love now. Hated them as a kid. Massively scared. Huge fan now. I just I don't like. The ones where you uh, like strap in and just like spin really fast on like a hand thing. I don't really get that. I'd rather just be on an old school roller coaster with loops and kind of like a journey as opposed to just spinning around and feeling sick. What is the point? I love a roller coaster that is there and is there 365 days a year and it's part of a theme park. If you are rocking up to my local green and you're installing it for two days and then you're leaving again, absolutely no way am I getting on that death trap. Yeah, <laughs> that is not that is not concreted into the ground. That is not designed to be there. Absolutely no way am I getting on you. And it's also the people that, that that run these things and let you on. They've always got like a slightly iffy mate who kind of gets on with you and just stares you down the whole time. Like you're being held into this terrible death trap by a, a tiny little chain, aren't you? And then you've just got some strange person just kind of staring at you the whole time. But they always and, play like really loud dance music. Like, and then they all have like the same almost local radio <laughs> DJ way of doing it. Like, yeah, if you want to get on the on the waltzers tonight, then yeah, it's two pounds. That's all you need. Just get one token. Yeah, on the waltzers. Yeah. And, it, and it's that same tone and that same voice yeah, across I, I, every single one you go to. And I'm like, you sound nice. But no, absolutely not. You did that quite well there, Mark. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I'm a local radio presenter and that is exactly how we sound. Now, it's not just that. They also have the amazing, you know, you get the one where you sit in it and it kind of goes up and round and up and round and up and round. And they've always got those like incredible graffitied murals that are meant to look like famous people, but just don't look like them at all. They're, they are like chef's kiss. Good for me. That is, that is the... Mwah. Love Do you know the it. best bit about roller coasters that I love every single time you go? And I think anyone listening and you can admit that you've done this. And I don't know why we do it because it's never happened in the history of roller coasting where you're on it. You go around once, you get back into that little pit bit where all the public are and the people that run and you're like, one more time, one more time. They never send you around again, but everybody asks for it. That really bugs me. Wait, they need to turn a profit, Connor. We, yeah, exactly. But it's like, but no, I'm saying, why do we say one more time when we know I, they're not going to send us again? It's not going to happen. No one ever does. I think it's only something that you've seen in the movie. No one's ever said that in real life. No one's ever done that. Okay, yeah, maybe it's just me, but you know, I, I, I like to say one more time with a lot of things in life. The best thing I've ever seen is, you know, the ones where you've got like six like circular cars and they go up and down like a kind of like a, like almost like a ramp rather than sort of going a uh, roller coaster-esque and they spin round and they spin round really really quickly oh yeah yeah and you sort of like go up the sides yeah 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 so i saw one of those and it was going round and round but clearly it had broken and there was just like you know the dodgy mate you were talking about how there's always that dodgy mate of the person who's going yeah the waltzers get on the waltzers two pound for your token play your tokens over there and uh the dodgy mate was just there just spinning the cars as they came past just grabbing it and trying to spin them because clearly the spinner had broken Brilliant. so he was like it's fine it's fine i've got this i've been to the gym today i can do this just grabbing them as they went back i'm like absolutely no way is that worth the same amount of money and also it reiterates my point if it's not designed to be there all the time it is not safe yours you are very very good at the um 
the fake DJ person controlling the world, it's a voice. You really are very good at that. Can you open up baffled in that voice, Mark? Go ahead, ready? Three, two, one, go. Hello and welcome along to another episode of Baffled. That's right, it's free for you today. Free for you if you get your tokens, get your tokens over there in the hut just next to the popcorn. Don't forget your popcorn's on half price today as well. Enjoy this episode of Baffled. Very good first fact, though. I, mm. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed Connor, that. you were up in arms to try and get Mark on first, so you can be second. What have you got for us? Um, I have a, a Match.com fact for you, which I, I just loved. Uh, the founder of Match.com, Gary Kremen, lost his girlfriend to a guy she met on Match.com. Oh, it's so mean, isn't it? We don't want to take any joy from this. No, we don't want to take joy from it. But I mean, that is, like, whoever that girl is, of course, her name hasn't been released for obvious reasons. But poor old Gary, like, you know, he made Match.com. Oh, Gaza. Yeah, but what, well, what's kind of a little bit wrong with this, okay, is he's created Match.com. Hats off to him. Obviously worth a lot of money now. Brilliant. You know, a great site. I've never used it, but I know friends that have used it. Thumbs up. Well done, Gary, right? Why is your girlfriend on it? Like, I understand if she went to the pub and maybe met somebody and, and you know, like left you. Like, that's sad still. But she's actually signed up to this. You have a go at me for being rambly sometimes. And yet, whenever we mention a brand, you go off on one to try and not get yourself in hot yeah, water. Well, you know, I don't know the part. <laughs> oh, I, lo- I love Match.com. I've never used it myself. All yeah, of my friends and I'm sure it's a great place. Really, We can't well snag it off, you know. We, we, need, we need to be here with open arms in case they want to sponsor it for a ton of money. Well, Gary's not good now. No, you've saying, why is his missus playing away on Match.com? But imagine creating the thing that your girlfriend then uses to leave you. Like, do, do you reckon he just like, he's like... Go on, go mess with her account. Just, you know, where she's like, oh, I prefer this. You know, just add in a random line of like, oh, I really enjoy blah, 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 blah. Just something really weird. And he just adds it in and she'll never notice. God knows. But I would love for the fact that he can then go probably into the history of the chats that she's had on there, basically saying that she's single whilst going through heartbreak. We should probably say that all of this is has absolutely no founding because it's entirely illegal. So just for we do get in hot water from Match.com. Connor, oh, talk, yeah. talk me through your um, Connor. Talk me through your dating app experiences. We've spoke about this before. I, I had I had minimal really. I you know I, I was a bit on Tinder, but never ever had a date off of it. Just just chatted nonsense really. Mark, oh, I met my current girlfriend on a dating app on Hinge. We've spoke so. about this before, have we? Definitely, hundred oh, percent. I had to talk myself. I had to talk you through my Tinder doings. Oh, we're only thirteen episodes in, and we're already repeating ourselves. This is worrying. This is worrying. But Mark, I, I'm happy that you met your girlfriend on there. I heard she's lovely. She is lovely. Thank you very much. Check her Tinder and see if I chatted to her before you. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, her, her Tinder does not exist anymore. What would you do though if the, actually you looked in the archives of her Tinder matches and there was just my noggin? <laughs> What? <laughs> I, I, in the nicest way, I don't. I don't think that you were her type. Is that yeah. your head? Is that your head, Connor? Your noggin? Yeah, noggin. Yeah. Head. Uh, I thought. I thought it was like. I'm not picked to my for, for areas. Like chatty banter on Tinder. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess so, Mark. If she went for you, then yeah, we're we're very different. We are. 
But but we compliment each other. We do. As in yeah, like, yeah. as in not like literally compliment it because you know that that's that's not what blokes do. But you know we we work well together as a as a duo. I think I think I think as a duo we work really well. I think you know we are the heart of this. Oh hi Dan, I didn't see you there. Sorry, I forgot you oh, were there, mate. Love that. Uh, that is that is brilliant. That well is then, brilliant. I tell you what, if you did love that and you couldn't see that coming a mile away, then you do deserve each other. <laughs> Two good facts to start us off. Now, pressure's <laughs> on. Pressure's on. Oh, look, he thinks he smashed it with this one. No, I don't. He does. He's He's getting really cocky, isn't he? You can tell. We can't see him because we're still socially distanced by being in in incredibly different places. But I can just imagine Dan just like smirk smirk on his face, his his fingers starting to, you know, tingle in excitement. He thinks he's got a good one. No, I don't know. Oh, it is a good one, but... I, I promise you, you need to stick with this. It's not long. Oh, it's a little bit God. historical, Connor, but I promise you, this, this, this is this Strap is good. yourself in, boys! Right, okay. I'm not saying anything. This is utter silence. Dan, take it away. There's a place in Nottingham, UK, called Gotham. Uh, it, got, it got a reputation as a mad city, right? Because legend has it that back in the day, the residents would pretend to be crazy when the king would stop when the king would go through, so he never stopped to get his taxes because he thought you could catch madness. That mad town, Gotham, served as the inspiration for the mad city of Gotham, where Batman lives. And what is the other Nottingham connection to Batman? Mark, what's his sidekick's name? Robin. Robin. Robin Hood. Batman and Robin. Robin Hood from Nottingham. Gotham, Gotham from Nottingham. There you go. That is kind of weird. And cool at the same time. How weird. Why Nottingham? Now, I think he, I think because New York, one of its New York's nickname is Gotham City. And that they got that from this, this town, this tiny town in the UK called Gotham. And I think when the guy who created Batman was looking up crazy town names, uh, he kind of thought of New York. So he got Gotham City from New York. But yeah, the Robin link is Robin Hood, I'm fairly certain. That's in, fa- in fairness. Pressure was on, but you've delivered. That's a decent fact, that. I'm a big fan of that one. Well, it's yeah. I mean, sometimes you say these facts and there's not really much to say afterwards. And I feel like that is one of these. Like, it's a nice piece of information for me to store. You're more likely to repeat that than the Match.com one, I think. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think Match.com's more down the pub. That's more, like, family-friendly. Family-friendly? We're now categorising our facts. Yeah, yeah, like, I do do that. Like, there are facts that we've said that I think you know that's great for down the pub with the with the lads, but I definitely wouldn't share it with my nan. But that's, that's one, a good that's 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 a good logger top fact. That is, yeah, it is, it is. But that one's a good family, you know. Like, you're playing a little bit of like Scrabble, whatever it might be at Christmas dinner, and you, you just bash out the Batman Gotham. You're playing, fact. you're playing Scrabble. I can't you're imagine you playing. I can't imagine you playing Scrabble if I'm honest. Especially while he's eating turkey. Well, I'm actually quite good at Scrabble. I'm I'm pretty good at spelling. Science isn't my thing. Oh, it's because you can just make up words. Half the things that you say here are made up words. You can just well, make stuff noggin. up and say, oh, that's what it is in Essex. No, no, noggin's a good word. Noggin is a word. Look it up. I don't know how you spell it. No, I know noggin. I just have never heard just... I mean, like, to be fair, I'm picking you apart here for pronunciation, but I've never heard it said like that, and it just took me by surprise. Okay, well... Well, yeah, you know. Do you, do you play Scrabble where, like, slang is allowed? Yeah, basically, my the, the Scrabble that we play is, like, if it looks like a word, it works. If it looks like a word, I like that. Yeah, it's got letters. It looks like a word. Yeah. Like, you know. It, and it's it, like, use it in a sentence. All right, I am with you. See? Yeah. It's lots of random letters, but it looks like a word. So exactly. I'm sticking with it. Yeah, I always win. 
can't believe you couldn't come up with another word then. You, you kind of spat into the microphone. <laughs> into the mic. I almost felt it. with a word. Just as well we're in different rooms during coronavirus times, that would have been very bad. Mark, you, you've taken the lead here. Connor has put you in charge. So what's your second fact of the pod? There are more bacterial cells in your body than human cells. It's probably why I feel rough all the time. So really, you are more bacteria than you are human. That's when it comes to pure numbers. But in terms of actual size, the space of human cells takes up a lot more. So we are still more human in terms of size. But actually, there is 10 times more bacterial cells than human cells in your body. Oh, Really, really don't like these facts. Well, why don't you like these facts? Because, like, you know, if you're talking about science with a body, at least make it related to the belly button like I did and stuff like that. Like, it's just fun. Like, this is just, oh, God. No, that's very interesting. That's an interesting fact. This is something that's going to expand your mind. <laughs> no, I don't I'm want that I'm fairly certain the Match.com one shrunk my brain, I'll be honest. <laughs> well, oh, God, you wait for the last two of the facts. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, if you think that was bad... Connor started off this podcast a bit behind the scenes for you. Started off before we were recording going, oh, I've got some proper nonsense today, but oh, I love them. I do. I love them. I love, Ooh. this is what he's great about us. I say it every week, you know, Dan goes back in time and rambles for 10 minutes per fact. You've got Mark who brings God knows what and, you know, science and it's all a bit, and then you've got me who just brings complete and utter nonsense. You treat this podcast as your own personal statement, sending emails out to companies for jobs. That's what you do. <laughs> it's the only Terrified, time. Where terrified can... to insult any brand just in case they might employ you one day. Oh, well, I don't you know. I don't personally have cat food myself, but I've heard it's very good cat food. Anyone's got cats out there, you go to cat food. That's what you're like. I'm fast approaching 4,000 followers on Instagram and I'm desperate for like, you know, a little endorsement, even if it's like, you know, a brush brand or like a teaspoon brand or tea bags. It'd just be quite nice, you know? <laughs> what tea bag company is going to sponsor you? I don't know. Like, Typhoons, four thousand followers. Typhoons. <laughs> Ty- sorry. Type is it Typhoons? <laughs> so, so um, people listening that aren't aware, he's talking about a podcast called Thai Food. Uh, he's talking about a tea called Thai Food Tea. Typhoon Tea. That's it. It's a completely different. It's not a tea. It's something that. <laughs> Has Mark just lost his head with laughter or is he actually in the room? I'm kind of, oh. Oh, you'd have to go to some very, very strange stairwells in Scoho to get yourself some of that, Connor. Well, listen, (laughs) Typhooty, I'm I'm open to you, friends. Oh, Typhooty. Oh, two minutes ago we were talking about bacteria. And I've got oh, tears in my yeah, eyes. Mark, can you repeat the fact? No, oh, we can't get back to it now. We can't okay. get back to something it. about yes. bacteria in your body. Too far gone. That's a shame, There's 10 it? times more bacterial cells than human cells in your body. In <laughs> fact, if you took all the bacteria inside your body, it's about two and a bit litres worth of bacteria. Wow. So all wow. of the all of the hand washing and the th- threat of being like, oh, I need to get no bacteria on me, no bacteria on me. You actually got 10 times more bacteria than human cells in your body. Amazing. Incredible, Mark. Well done, mate. Typhoon sounds like the reason that some of your dodgy Essex mates go on strange lad holidays. Oh, my word. Connor, it's time for your second fact. Go for it. 12 plus 1 equals 11 plus 2. And 12 plus 1 is an anagram of 11 plus 2. Now, this fact is okay. 
What's more impressive about it is that you have brought this to the table. This is maths, English, and anagrams. It's like things that I would never expect to be in a fact that you present to us. Well, you know, 12 plus one is 13. Yeah, no, the maths two yep. is 13. Sure, Small maths, yeah, small maths. So that, that, that yeah. I didn't have to get my head around. And then when I read the next bit and it was like 12 plus one is an anagram of 11 plus two, mm. I was just oh, I was blown away. It's incredible. It's absolutely, yeah, honestly. You never go at me about waffling that. on and rambling and you've just, you've just repeated that twice but longer. If we tear up the facts in the last 13 episodes, that's top I, three. No, it's not because the, what makes a good fact we've discovered is like something that's happened or something that someone has done. That's who, that, that, just because that's what you've learned along the way. That's just a, a quirk of... I, letters and maths. Well, it's Mark, not like that... It? Un- no, it's not that uncommon. No, it was either going to be that fact or the fact that you don't... If you spell all the numbers in the... In, so in what the, you're saying... No, oh, oh. Sorry, go on. No, do you know what? The moment's over. Like, so basically what you're saying is that... So 11 plus 1 is... Sorry, 11 plus please, 2... Please 12 plus 1 pick. equals 13. Please don't yeah. make him say it again. 11 plus 2 is equal... Thir- is also the same as 13. Is it, that it works for anything, though. But like, seventeen plus five is twenty-two. Fifteen plus seven is twenty-two. But it's not an anagram, though. I just don't see. I don't understand the point of this fact. Twelve plus one is thirteen. Eleven plus two is also thirteen. And twelve plus one is an anagram of eleven plus two. I think you're being a bit down on the fact, Mark. I think it is an interesting one. I don't think it's. God tier of facts, which I think Connor's on his way to placing it. Right? 21 plus 2 equals 23. 22 plus 1 equals 23. 21 plus 2 is an anagram of 22 plus 1. I'll give you a clue. I can find a lot more of these. This isn't... This is pointless. I loved it. I loved it. Mm. It's just maths. Go and get yourself a nice cup of typhoon, all right? Because all yeah. you're doing is just swapping round the units. So, of course, it's going to equal the same. No, if you no, swap the tens, then it's different. It's a bit different because it's 12. It's not like 2 teen, is it? Like, I understand that. But 12 is a bit of a, is a, bit of a strange numerical word. So I think that's, the, that, that's something that's a bit exciting. But I'm, I'm with you there, Mark. I think I don't... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm off it already. I'm going to have to have my notice in, aren't I? This is all getting too much. <laughs> the, the alliance has changed. So right. are we saying when we say anagram, are we saying like literally the letters, or that you can rearrange the numbers? No, the letters. No, the letters. Oh, okay. I'm more on board with this now. Well, no, so the, the letters, the letters twelve plus one. If you rearrange those letters, you can also oh. spell eleven plus two. Okay, I'm now more on board with this. Did not understand that. Oh oh my God, so you waffled on. I mean, I was so confused. I was trying to add up stuff in my head and start wording things. And I was like, right, Mark's obviously right. There's so much passion. So I just allowed you this moment. This is the problem. But I'm actually, this is a great fact. I, I will ex- I will accept that I was wrong yeah. and I apologise to you. That's okay, friend. But I still think it's a Be- bit stupid. Because you're oh. right. If it was 17 plus 9 equals 19 plus 7 and the anagram of that is going to work second fact from me there is a pseudonym for directors who have lost control and lost interests lost their interest in a movie so if you ever see the director 
build at the end of a film that is Alan Smithy, it means the director, whoever it is, doesn't want you to know who they are. Hold on. What was the first word? Pseudonym. It's an anagram of dissemininium. <laughs> That's what happens grabbing. if you add dissemin to nidium. <laughs> so a pseudonym means um, like Batman. We were speaking about earlier. Batman is uh, Bruce Wayne's pseudonym. You with me? It's another name you can go by, basically. So like J.K. <laughs> Rowling released some books under the pseudonym Robert Galbraith. Is he there? What? Oh, okay. <laughs> right, so Connor, imagine that you wrote a book, yeah? No, yeah, you're just using a different name. Like a stage yeah, name. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's a pseudonym. Like my, my baffled name could be like Raffello Smith. Exactly, yeah, okay. and that would be a, that would be a the, pseudonym. Of all the names you could come up with there, you went with Smith. So if you ever see Alan Smithy as the name of the director on a movie... There's no one called Alan Smithy. It's just the actual director is so appalled at the, the way that the film has turned out, they don't want you to know who they are. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, they have the power, don't they? So, uh, let me see. Alan Smithy was used when David Lynch directed the movie June. He didn't want to be associated with it, although we know who it is now. Uh, called himself Alan Smithy. Uh, Keith Sutherland used it on the film Women Wanted. Hmm, sounds like one of your favourite films, mm-hmm. Um There we go. That's quite interesting. I like that they have a name, like a, an agreed name. Well, here's Rather the deal, than the- like, the director's not even interested enough to come up with their own name. They've got, nah, just use, yeah. what is it? Alan Smithy, just use that. That'd be It's fine. not them that dictates it. It's the Directors Guild of America. They've actually retired it, but I think some people still use it in TV and videos and video games and music videos and stuff. But the directors, it was actually a thing that this guild gave to people. So, hey, you're not happy with how your film turns out? It's all right. Forget all about it. Call yourself Alan Smithy. Can we have that on Baffled? Like, if we just don't like a fact, just be like, oh, that fact actually got sent in by Alan Raphael Smithy. Smith. Yeah. Raphael Smith, yeah. <laughs> oh. Look, you can't, don't get like a spoiled child here just because we, we, we figured out your anagrams quickly. I just Code, code breaker Connor over there. Nothing, I, you, you haven't brought facts to me for a while that have really made me in, interested. Well, I, right, this, this, this podcast is not getting into a, a war of the words here, but like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you and with you're- those words a war was started your two facts today have been about you know some dude who invented match.com and uh, an anagram yeah they they are good facts oh, i tell you what you're a, you're a spoiled child today my friend i'd like to know the most famous film where the director has changed their name i think that's the point the uh, in terms of this, they're very rarely famous because the movies are most often garbage. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you're not going to know who they are. You know, it's not like Christopher Nolan d- directing Dunkirk. He was like, you know what? I, d- I don't want any credit for this. It's fine. Let's say someone else has done it. I don't yeah. think it's to that scale. Got you. Yeah, of course. Like, you're not going to direct Harry Potter, aren't you? And, and use somebody else's name. Can you name any of the Harry Potter directors? Absolutely not. There you go. It's one of these. Yeah, things, man. Well, I have actually been rewatching them. So yeah, I can. <laughs> God, have you been I've actually been rewatching them and guys, I was in them. Well, yeah. Mike Newell was the one who directed me. Spent some time with him on set. Sure. Directed me. Yeah, oh, yeah. Can you sit there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said, listen. Directed sit me. Sit there. The closest you got child. to being directed on the Harry Potter set was asking where the loos were. 
It's true. Did I tell you who I stood next to in the toilet in the Harry Potter set? I don't, I don't care. Robert Pattinson. No, you before, didn't. I did. Before he was famous, I stood Cedric next to him Diggory. when he was on the loo. Yeah, and Twilight Man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dan, Dan, you can't say you was directed, mate, as an extra. Like, you know, it's cool and everything, but you've literally been said, look, right, can you group of 100 well, kids over there? No. Just sit down. Been, did he actually yeah. go, Dan Simpson, sit yourself down? It's your, no, no, he just said, sit down, before shut I, up. We're before, I, before I answer this question... Do you know anyone else that was on it quickly? This isn't me ragging. Do you know anyone else that was on it? I was in Ginger and Rosa. Yeah, but do you know anyone else that was on Harry Potter before I answer? Yeah, I quickly? do actually. Yeah, my friend Chay Rude, if he's listening, he's going to know. He was on the bus, the train scene. And as Chay Rude... <laughs> is that a real person? Yeah, actually, genuinely, he's a real person. <laughs> Raphael Smith, is it? He went to Sylvia Young's and he was an actor okay, and he'd yeah. done some extra work on Harry yeah. Potter. And, you know, he, yeah. he told me that he definitely wasn't independently directed, Dan. Yeah, great. Sounds, sounds, sounds <laughs> like he's he guy. Yeah, we'll get him on the call if you want. <laughs> yeah. We'll get him yeah. on right now. Do you want me to call him? No, not really. What Che Rude? <laughs> I kind of want to just hear Connor right, do a funny hell. voice pretending to be him. <laughs> Hello, I am Jay Smith. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, we're here to tell you about the Loose Lips podcast. Me being Georgie Porter. And me, Samira Mighty. We are all about honesty and not holding back, especially when it comes to what's in the news. Plus, we answer your questions and give advice wherever it's asked for. Even when it's not asked for. You can expect to hear a little bit of this. That's so, do you know what I mean? Not really, mate. A little bit of this. Listen to letter. I'm a vegan and I'm currently dating a non-vegan. over it, yeah. And of course, a bit of this as well. Where <laughs> do you both sit on plastic surgery? <laughs> on my fake implant butt, bitches. <laughs> I don't, it's real. That's the Loose Lips podcast out every Monday and not forgetting the bonus extra lippy on Thursdays. Find it wherever you found this podcast. We'll see you there. 
Connor, you've been going on. Let's have some shout outs from your fair Instagram, please. Okay, so somebody messaged me. I definitely cannot say their name because it's in Chinese symbols. Um, but it says, here's a fun but, but pathetic fact. And just want to let everybody know that no fact is pathetic when you hear what I come up with. It depends if it's an anagram. Yeah, it, it may not be good enough for the podcast. Always is. But still something that may make your day. Did you know? One out of three Americans believed that the coronavirus was caused by Corona beer. Well, yeah, this isn't just American. Like when when you when you'd go into the beer ne- uh, near the beer, when you go into the shop near where I live, at, right at the start of lockdown, all the beer shelves were gone. Corona, still plenty of it. Yes. Yeah. Everyone just kind of went. I'm not drinking that. Yeah, they did. It was suddenly the cheapest beer to buy. Yeah, I bought it all. Um, and also, uh, Chris Brake. Uh, this is Bandit eighty four Lumber. Um, he said, hey, Connor, I'm loving the podcast. Thanks, mate. And I appreciate the pizza fact. Take that in, gents. I know that one hurt. I'm always wondering what the best deal is. You see what I do for people? For, for someone, Connor, oh, you start to what, understand this. Who's this person called? People. Who's this person called? Chris Brake. For someone, 84 Lumber. No, stop it. Yeah, thank you. For someone that didn't know what a pseudonym is, you certainly do have a lot of pseudonyms. You've got Chris Brake. You've got Che Rude. No, 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 no. This isn't made up. I'm going to read it to you right now. Hey, Connor, I'm loving the podcast and I appreciate the pizza fact. I'm always wondering what the best deal is. Those guys are too hard on you. I think I may have the best fact for you for next week. I did verify. So, Mark, he did do what you wanted him to do. Thank you very much, Chris Break. The fig tree has no visible flowers to pollinate. So a wasp burrows its way into the fruit, tearing its wings off in the process. It then lays its eggs, which feed on the fruit. The mother wasp dies, and the fig then digests the wasp, so that when you eat the fig, you're eating a dead wasp. Now, Uh, thank you very much for that, Chris. He's from Maryland, USA. All factor greatly appreciated. I think, though, Connor, if if Mark or I had brought you that fact, you'd be snoring two seconds in. I would be snoring, but you know what? I didn't even listen to the facts. I'm not going to lie to you, Chris. Thanks for it. But that's out the window. What what I'm paying attention to I is... I just read the words. Those guys are too hard on you. This is why I like this dude, and this is why I replied to him. I'm, I'm a good fan, and thanks for the facts. You know, it was kind of a little bit, you know, you know, not really my sort of thing, but Dan will love it. But yeah, these guys are hard on you. You know, take this in, guys. Yeah, thank you very much. I have one more for you. All right, show off. You see, look who's Do you know how many I have, Con? Do you know how many DMs I got this week? Zero. None. I got absolutely none. None of you listeners care about me. Little old Mark over here to get any new followers. So screw you all. This is from the best username I've ever seen. Sugar Daddy Maddie. Right. Just listen to the most recent episode. The garlic fact reminded me of this one. If you dip your testicles in soy sauce, you can taste it in your mouth. Who's tried that? Who's well, tried that? Well, I don't know. I, I, no, I definitely didn't. No, no one. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. Why soy sauce as well? Why not other sauces? Why specifically soy? Do you know what as well? I've just looked at my reply. I was obviously a bit half asleep. I replied at 1.20am with, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. I dread to think what you replied to someone who slid into your DMs talking about testicles. Honestly, yeah, you, you'd have thought up some strange soy sauce. It's probably game, quite, no yeah, it's probably quite good that you were half asleep and just replied. Thanks for listening. I think it is. I think it is. But you know, the biggest thing to take from that. Thanks for getting in touch. It, it is super fun when people do message um, and try and message Mark. <laughs> if you, I'm over it. I'm over it. Don't care. Yeah. 
If don't care. Can you not can you tell from my voice? I don't care. If you've got some mind-blowing facts, which you think might just baffle us, uh, get in touch, slide into our DMs. You can find our Instagram handles in the podcast notes, wherever you're listening. It's not right, like so- I'm the one that puts them there in the notes or anything. It's fine. It's fine, guys. It's fine. <laughs> Mark is full of energy. <laughs> Time for our third and final fact. Here you go. Your last one, Mark. Okay. A 10-year-old mattress weighs double what it did when you bought it new. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. That is due to the debris or the debris that it absorbs over time. This is why you don't get DMs. This is why people (laughs) don't follow you. This this here sums it up, you know. (laughs) Connor. You can imagine him, can't you? You just come off Tinder first time. Yeah. <laughs> they're just getting they're just getting down into the intimate part of the evening. Just one second, love. Just one second. Um, you see this duvet? How much do you reckon it weighs? <laughs> That's right. T- Ten kilograms. How much do you reckon it was when I got it? Five kilograms. Cheers. Guess what's in there? Right. You can't you can't hate on me for bringing a fact to a fact podcast. It doesn't mean that any time I'm in my bed, I go got a great fact for you. <laughs> I mean, this is complete non. It's it, it's disgusting, but I'm intrigued to know what it's heavier with. But it is obviously no, you nonsense. Don't want, you do no one. Let me give you a list. Oh, <laughs> dust God. mites, their droppings and decaying bodies, mold, millions of dead skin cells, dandruff, animal and human hair, secretions, excretions, lint, pollen, dust, soil, sand. A lot of perspiration as well. It sounds like a night out at Typhoons, isn't it? Sleep well, everybody! Oh, God. Oh, mate, it does do that, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel sick. I th- So this podcast is a place where we use the facts and then kind of chat about it. I... And hopefully that leads to funny stuff. I can't expand on that anymore. Everyone's just happy like, to move on. Move like on, a, yeah, except I, it's disgusting and any move on. I don't want any The only route that I'm going down in my head is not appropriate, so it is probably best to move on. Does it involve soy sauce? Connor, give us your last fact. Sean Connery turned down the Gandalf role in Lord of the Rings. He read the book, read the script, saw the movie, and still didn't understand it. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because it is the worst film ever made, period, and I'm 100% with Sean Connery. Can you imagine Sean Connery? You shall not pass. It's just not quite as good, is it? Compared to you shall not pass. It's quite it's quite different. No, Connor, you can't say something is the worst film ever. Yeah, it's the worst film ever. Well, I mean, you can. It's, it's, yeah, it's terrible. Not, though, isn't it? No, mate, it's terrible. The only reason people like it is because it's like famous. It's just absolute crap. It won Oscars. I don't care that it won. There's plenty of stuff that's won Oscars. That's not complete. multiple Oscars. Mate, look at the National time. Television Awards. Like Emma Dow won five years on the spin. Obviously not the best soap, right? Yeah, I love that you brilliant. go from the Oscars not to the NTAs. Not comparable. Look, Lord of the Rings is pony. That's like saying, yeah, but it won Oscars. Yeah, but like the think of the Kebab Awards and my Donna down the road didn't win. Bloody marvellous, like. <laughs> No, mate. Lord of the Rings is absolute pony. Trash. Honestly, I went to see it. Three-hour film. I'm never getting that time back. Right, my third and final fact. Buzz Aldrin claimed $33 worth of expenses from NASA when he flew to the moon. $33? Is that, isn't it? Like 28p per mile? It's surely got to be more than that. (laughs) I just love the fact that you've... You know, he's, he's the second. He's, he's the second man on the moon. Did you, right, he's the second man on the moon. Uh, groundbreaking. He's been given this great opportunity, and he's like, you know what? Yeah, that, that was a that was a couple of weeks out of my life, isn't it? 
how much? $33. They had to do quarantine when they got back as well. Did you know that? Did they? They were saying quarantine. Yeah, they were saying just quarantine. Just in case they came back with coronavirus. <laughs> well, they didn't do a good job, did they? Um, no, it's just in case they came back with Typhoon. Uh, so yeah, they were there. <laughs> For a while, $33.31, he claimed. that You can see his travel expense report online. Based upon, like, based upon what? I don't know. It's got scrawly handwriting. Also, if you want a great video. What, was that for going to the moon or was that for getting to where they took off from? I think secretly it might be where they took off from, but that kind of spoils the headline. If you charged 27p per mile to the moon, £64,000. And what have we learned this week? Well, if you're worried about sinning, jump on a roller coaster and chow down some cornflakes. By the way, anagrams do not make good facts. Uh, And you can have a lot of fun by yourself with a bowl and some soy sauce. Thanks very much for that fact. If you've got any that you want to send over to us, by the way, slide into our DMs. You can find all our handles in the episode notes for Instagram down below. And we will see you next week. If you can, by the way, make sure you leave us a review on uh, Apple if that's how you're listening. Uh, So many amazing reviews coming through on there. Keep them coming. If you're not on Apple, if you're listening another way, that's right. Just tell someone you know that you think might like the podcast to give us a listen. Uh, and we'll be back next week with more. Connor, say goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Uh, I'm about to have a lot of fun with some Typhoon Pete. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.